The Phoenix, they had their homecoming. It was Sunday. I got that right. It was Sunday. Over 18,000 people at Wellington Stadium. It looked great on TV. It was a beautiful day. Unfortunately, the result didn't go the Phoenix way. But joining us now is our former All-White, Jacob Spoonie. Good morning, Jacob. How are you? Good morning, Craig. Going well. It's not as beautiful up here in Auckland today, unfortunately. So. Well, see, I'm in I mean, I always go by that. People often say, and people who know follow me on cricket when I do commentary, you say you can't beat Wellington on a good day. I say you can. I reckon the Mount has a better day every day than Wellington, but that's by to bide. It was a beautiful day on Sunday, though. Oh, it was fantastic, yeah. As you said, uh, 18,000 or just over, uh, which is the third biggest crowd for the A-League. Uh, this season, Wellington absolutely turned it on. It was a picturesque day, um, and we were bathed in sunlight for the majority of time that we were down there on the field doing the build-up, and it was just, uh, you could feel, I don't know, a relief. Uh, as you said, it was a homecoming, so there was a lot of emotion around that place, and it was a really good energy. Yeah, it was. Um, just unfortunately for the Phoenix, and you know, sometimes things don't always go to plan. There's no such thing as a fairy tale in sport. But um, what went wrong to go down four, four nil? Well, look, I think four nil. It is a big result. It is a big defeat, um, particularly a big home defeat. But this is the Wellington Phoenix at the moment. They they are a bit of a patchwork side. They were without uh, Gary Cooper, Clayton Lewis, Alex Rufa. Uh, Josh Laws, uh, Sam Sutton was also out. So right there you've got five basically rusted-on starters that aren't available for them at this point because of injury or COVID. And then they lost Callan Elliott as well. So it's very much a makeshift 11. Uh, Ufu Tale had to jiggle the formation and change the structure slightly. Um, and once they do go behind, the Wellington Phoenix side doesn't doesn't play very well in an open game. And unfortunately, the matchup against the Central Coast Mariners um, meant that as the Phoenix came out and tried to chase that equaliser going one nil down, um, the Mariners uh, played into their hands. And the matchup really became quite one-sided, very much in the Mariners' favour. The other point I would make, Craig, is that right before the Mariners went into this for a great goal from Benji Incololo, uh, David Ball forced an absolutely superb save out of Mark Berrigan. So it could have been, in the space of 30 seconds, 1-0 to the Phoenix. It wasn't, and that's when the Mariners really got their ascendancy. Yeah, it did look that way. I mean, I watched the game. I mean, when you look at the Mariners, they look also, they look, you know, whether or not it's the makeshift side of the, of the Phoenix at the moment, but they look dangerous. They look, look like on attack. They just had so many more options, but also they were able to do it quicker. Absolutely, and that was because of their front four. So Jason Cummings who um, has played a lot of his football over in the UK as a Scottish national, but is actually pushing for Socceroos, a Socceroos call-up for his Australian eligibility. He was really dangerous coming off the line. And then once he dropped in, uh, Ben Ben Kalolo down the left-hand side, and then Morashi was up with um, uh, up with Cummings. Um, they, were, they were starting to move around, and the Phoenix really couldn't cope at times. And I think that was down in large part to what is probably the fifth or sixth um, preferred combination in uh, central midfield. So the likes of Gail Sandoval and uh, Josh Pennington, that combination just doesn't have enough experience. It's, it's got a defensive midfielder and then an attacking midfielder, and neither of them are really that box-to-box disruptive player that we saw uh, in Clayton Lewis and Alex Roof in the start of the season. Um, so what I think the Phoenix really missed um, on the weekend was Alex Roofer. And I know, obviously we're not going to have him back anytime soon given his uh, ACL injury, but just to demonstrate how impactful he's been this season, although he's been out for about 
seven games now, Craig. He's still in the top five for uh, defensive duels one and recoveries in the league. So he did a lot of dirty work for the Phoenix, and I think they really could have used him in the weekend. Yeah, they could have. Uh, right, well, they head to Auckland um, on Sunday. They take on Western Sydney Wanderers. Uh, if they win that, they can still go to fourth on the table. What do they need to do well on Sunday? Well, the good thing is that the only thing predictable about the season, Craig, is its unpredictability. Uh, not, <laughs> not only do the Phoenix tend to swing very quickly and, and uh, ferociously, after shipping 15 goals in three games, they came back and scored seven and two. So it's not like we can't expect um, the Phoenix to come up to Auckland and put on a display that we used to over the course of the season. Obviously, we've got in the back of our mind this result from the weekend, but I don't think the Western Sydney Wanderers will pose as much of a determined threat as Central Coast Mariners. Um, we are hearing that there is potential a couple of players could be back. Hopefully we'll get Clayton Lewis back uh, in the next couple of weeks or so. Gary Hooper might be back for the end of the season. But what we're hearing that was really important is Josh Laws. So if you get Josh Laws back, you're able to drop him into centre uh, defence. rather, And then you can start pushing Tim Payne in and around. And I think Sam Sutton might also be available. So that gives you... Uh, the ability to play at centre midfield, and then you can play Dale Sandoval in more of a number 10 role. So automatically there you get that nice natural starting 11 from the Wellington Phoenix. You're not moving players around and playing them out of position. And I think that's going to be one of the, the most beneficial things for Ufu Tale. Um, but aside from that, I think the Phoenix team will need to stay in the game for longer against Western Sydney. Western Sydney, obviously coached by Mark Redan. So we've got a pantomime villain built into this one. Uh, and they will be looking to play disruptor. They want to be the banana skin for the teams that are fighting for the top six. And I think that's still very much on the cards for the Phoenix. They are fifth. They've got games in hand. And importantly, I actually don't think they're um, out of the conversation for the top four either, Craig. So they all have plenty of motivation heading into this one. Not only is it a home game, but they can stay as part of that conversation for a home semi-final. Appreciate your time, Jacob. Thanks for joining us on the Country Sport Breakfast. Lovely. Thank you very much, Craig.